Yeah. And he said, many love, yes, and they feel they love. He said, but the challenge is, is that men need to love and cherish their mm-hmm. wives. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Couples Podcast. This is the place where we help committed couples who want to level up their marriage, experience newfound clarity, hope, and confidence. We're Matthew and Kim, co-hosts and husband and wife. In 26 years together, we've seen a lot and never thought it could be as good as it is right now. We're here to help you successfully navigate the messy, dirty, and wonderful world of marriage. We believe all couples deserve and are capable of experiencing an extraordinary and fulfilling marriage. And each week, we're bringing you life lessons from real-life successful couples to help you grow and strengthen your relationship. We'll get started right after this message. If you want to learn how to experience the best, most fulfilling year of your marriage, we invite you to order Matthew's new book, Kick-Ass Husband, Winning at Life, Marriage, and Sex. You can get it at Amazon.com or visit Matthew's website, www.matthewphoffman.com. Again, that's Amazon.com or www.matthewphoffman.com. And now back to the show. Living in a strong and intimate relationship is one of the most fulfilling experiences a woman can have in her life. Building that relationship is an entirely different story. It takes time, effort, and commitment, but the rewards are immeasurable. With the right mindset and guidance, any woman can cultivate a deep and meaningful connection with her partner. Join us in our special panel as we explore the intricacies of cultivating a thriving and deeply fulfilling relationship. Pastor Frank Leggett has been privileged to be in pastoral ministry for 40 years. He currently pastors at Grace Tabernacle Seventh-day Adventist Church in Norristown, Pennsylvania. It was in this capacity that his ministry for women, the Women's Empowerment HQ, was born. He helps married and single women experience the love they desire, deserve, and have always dreamed of without compromising their values. His book, The Art of Womanhood, Teaching Your Man to Love You the Way You Want to Be Loved Without Him Knowing He's Being Taught, can be found on Amazon. Jessica Jennings is particularly passionate about conducting deep work that leads to long-term behavior change, which energizes her in her role as an elite KCN coach. She is also a seasoned, licensed professional counselor with over 20 years of counseling experience in diverse therapeutic settings and works with her husband, Jeff, who is also a licensed marriage therapist to bring couples to the greatest marriage ever. She prioritizes promoting a compassionate environment that can eventually become the internalized experience of all her clients. Let us guide you towards the fulfilling and loving relationship you're longing for and genuinely deserve. Welcome back to the Kick-Ass Couples Podcast. We have an incredible recap of an incredible episode today. We had the pleasure of speaking with two incredible specialists in their field. One was our own Jessica Jennings from The Greatest Marriage Ever. She has just got so much great stuff. And Dr. Frank Leggett, who's a pastor for 40 years and has written a book about what women need to do to have the best relationship, Kim. And that was kind of our topic today that we jumped into and just what was one of my favorite interviews I think we've done. We've done a lot of great interviews for sure, but I really appreciated Jessica and Pastor Leggett's perspectives on this issue of women building 
you know, their perfect relationship. And it's a little different for men and women. Just like, I mean, we're different creatures. We come at things differently. And I think it was really important. I learned a lot uh, as a man, obviously, uh, with a different perspective than what you have. And I'm going to come out and say it, Kim, women have it harder in relationships because I think societal pressures and the norms are so stinking strong of what they have to overcome and I think they kind of start at a disadvantage almost. I would agree with that. I think there are a lot of barriers that they have to overcome. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I believe that women do have it um, a little more difficult and challenging and that there are hurdles to overcome. But it can be done. And I really love what this episode shared and how the responses were Um but both from a male and female perspective on how we can build that perfect, great relationship. And I think it's important to remember that, yes, there is a woman's perspective and what women have to do. But you'll if you listen to this episode, you're going to see so many great pearls from both Jessica and Pastor Absolutely. Frank. And, you know, Pastor Frank came from a standpoint, Kim, where he said, you know, I failed in a relationship and it cost me my marriage. And he had to kind of get real with himself and learn and say, if I want to be successful, not only what do I have to do, but how can I help women do what they need to do to find that peace? And he went about making that his mission, which you have to love. So he really turned his thought and his attention around. He did. And so what was one of your first big takeaways um, that you got out of this interview and coming out of the gate with kind of that, I think we started with really that question to both. Uh, Jessica and uh, Pastor Frank about, you know, where, why is this an issue and what should a woman do? Right, right. Well, what do we have to do to build? Where do we start to build that most intimate relationship? And I love Jessica's um, response. Um, You know, she said a lot of women are searching for lasting love, right? And for something that's going to be significant and deep and meaningful, something that we're really going to treasure. And um, she said that our eye is so naturally drawn to the externals, but we really need to be looking to the internal and building our own selves and our own qualities and that that's what really matters. Um, She said, and also realizing that once we're really seeing what those deep qualities are, that we, um, once we recognize them, that we own them and that they're important and that they matter and that we believe in ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. You know, women are put under so much more outward scrutiny than men and the standard of what they have to be and what they have to look like. But I think what, what resonated with me in that comment, Kim, is it's not what's most important. And a woman has to own, I mean, everybody cares how they look to a degree. Some care more and some care less, Right. but obviously what's so inherently valuable and lasting and it's what's anybody, on the inside. yeah, is what's on the inside. It's and I who think, we are at our core. Yeah, that really is, that really matters the most. And I think that you know, she, I loved. I'm gonna I'm gonna use her words because I want to say it correctly. Um, she said, "I'm so excited to be here with you today to mine the jewels and the gems of what it is that we need to be looking for in someone else, while also cultivating it in ourselves to have the depth." of the relationship that will truly be satisfying. Yeah. She, she says things so clearly and so 
matter of fact, it's really easy to latch on to, I mean, not just what she said there. And then I think Frank followed it up. He goes, you know, Hey, I'm going to frame it this way. This is my first takeaway. <laughs> he goes, it's the wedding day, right? You got the bride, you got the groom, you got yes. the preacher, the priest, the rabbi. He goes, whatever, your witnesses, the your I family, do's. your friends, <laughs> everybody goes and says, I do. And you know, the, the pastor, the preacher saying, do you promise? Will you do this? And he said, every man on the planet, of course, says yes, right? I promise to do that. And then as a guy, he said, we go about immediately not doing at least one right away. Yeah, It's like, you know, the cake's not even frozen off the top of the wedding cake for a year from now, and we're already messing it up and stepping in it. Yeah. And he said, many love, yes, and they feel they love, he said, but the challenge is, is that men need to love and cherish their mm -hmm. wives. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, and, and he said, he said, guys, women typically don't care how much money you have, what kind of car you drive, what kind of house you're going to live in. Those things are all nice, but it doesn't really matter. What women want to know is how much you love and cherish them mm -hmm. and that you're making them a priority, yeah. that they're number, number one. one in your life. Not the car, not the house, not the job, not somebody or something else. And that's really, Kim, fundamentally yeah. what KCN is founded on is that when you make your partner, your spouse a priority, your number one commitment, everything else flows from there. Are you tired of feeling like you're living with a roommate instead of a lover? Do you miss the days when you were completely into each other, intellectually, emotionally, and physically? The truth is, many couples are struggling behind closed doors. Putting on a brave face for the rest of the world is exhausting. If you want to get back your joy, return to thriving, and take pleasure in your marriage, then Kick-Ass Couples Coaching and Matthew P. Hoffman are here to help. Join us alone or with your partner and start taking steps towards overcoming the pain-filled obstacles and improving your relationship right now. For a limited time, we're offering a free relationship assessment call. Go to MatthewPHoffman.com forward slash coaching to book your free call now so you can start making real changes in your most important relationship today. I would agree. And you know, we're, we're, we as women tend to be more emotional. We're emotional creatures. And so when we know that we're loved and we're cherished and that we are a priority, in our partner's life, we are going to respond in such a, a beautiful way. I think we're going to, you're going to automatically see that back at you no once, once we feel that. Yeah, absolutely. Pastor Frank said he was at a conference that he was giving a talk and he, and he got the question from a guy who said, pastor, how do I cherish my wife? And he said, well, first of all, you got to make her a priority. She's not second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever it is. And when she's cherished, she's going to feel the love and respond in love. And Kim, that kind of brings the thing I want to talk to you about a little bit and with our listeners is the whole idea of self-serve love. You know, I <clears throat> have a family member and you know who I'm talking about who kind of shows up in a lot of ways and says, hey, come love me, like come serve me, come give me your love. And that's really hard. And I think if a man or a woman is sitting in a relationship and expecting that love is going to come to them. That's just not how it works. Right. There has to be reciprocity. And I think the more we love 
and give um, naturally and um, without expectation. Um, and, and it's, 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 um, we're doing it, you know, back and forth as this dance with each other, then that's when the real love and the cherished feelings come and we're pursuing each other. Yeah. Right. So that's what we're talking about. This dance that comes in that I continue to pursue you. And as I pursue you, then you're back pursuing me. And then we just get into this beautiful rhythm of loving each other and cherishing each other so genuinely. And it's not forced, right? It's yeah. not, I have to do this. It's not quid pro quo, uh, you know. Well, it's, it's not 50-50 either. No, it's not, it's it, not, it can't it's, be. Yeah, it's not, well, I do half and you do half. Right. So women, if you're sitting out there saying, you know, I'm not going to love him until he loves me first, that's a hard, you know, if that's the guy that's feels that and he hears it. Yeah, you got to pursue and love and then it should come back. If it doesn't, that's another discussion. Right. But if you want that love and you strive that love, it's like you've got to go do it and be out there meeting. And when you're out there meeting the other person and your partner is meeting you right back, that's the magic. Yeah. And that's when it happens. 100%. 100%. What was your next takeaway? So I love the, the, the talk that we had about how women um, have to break through barriers to be successful, right? Successful at home, successful at work within their relationship. There are a lot of demands and pressures. We were talking about that a little bit earlier that are put on women. And so um, I think Jessica's response was that there are a lot of times women don't fully understand what the um, real details are of intimacy and what it really entails. So for an example, she said, as you dig deeper at the word intimacy, we're just trying to be really fully open and honest about who we are, right? And what we want. And the barriers that she said you're talking about are the fact that we don't think it's acceptable to be who we are. We have to be someone else. We have to show up as a different person. We don't bring our true selves and it's what stands in the way of having a really good relationship with our partner. So really digging deep and knowing ourselves and showing up and being genuine is a good way to break through that barrier. Yeah, Kim, it's being inauthentic, right? Because if, if a woman feels she's got to be something other than she is right. to be loved, to be cherished, then she's not feeling so good because it's not who she really is or who she really wants exactly. to be. And I think that's, you know, authenticity is huge. Yeah. And also, if you're not authentic in your communication, if there if there are times that one of us, you know, that you're not feeling a certain way, but maybe you're just saying it to placate or because you think it's what I want to hear, man, it sticks out like a sore thumb yeah. because you know. you know it's not genuine. Like you could say, oh, I really don't mind that. But if you do, it's hard to lie or hard to express that in a way that's believable. And I think especially when you've been together for a long time, you know, that tone, that that just sort of body language. It, it may not and, even be words. It right. could be, it, it could be, you be going, a look like, well, <laughs> oh, you say it to me all the time. You go, oh, don't give me that eye roll. Or don't scrunch up, you know, I say to you, don't, don't scrunch, scrunch up your, my nose. Don't give me the pug nose, <laughs> the scrunch. Like, yeah, I don't really believe because man, you can, you can tell. And I think, you know, Jessica went on to say a little bit, Kim, I love, she said, I encourage women to do three things when they, when, when she encourages them, she, she's saying that they need to please perform and perfect. Mm -hmm. When they're feeling those three things, you've got to bring your presence to it. You can't just 
focus on doing those things and all that external stuff as a woman, because women are always trying to please, always trying to perform and always trying to perfect. And that means you're missing out on the most intimate moments in life. She said, all you've got to do is be present and be real with what you're thinking and feeling and throw that other stuff out the window. Yeah. And then from Frank's perspective, which he brings a more um, spiritual background to us. No doubt. Um, you know, so he comes from a very a faith-filled um, and spiritual perspective. He said, Ephesians 5 is real. And it's simple. It's very clear. Husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. So he's saying that this is what we need to do for our wives. We ne- we want to be the lovers and the givers. And so I appreciated um, how he said this and, 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 and that the, typically the problem is that women are the lovers and the givers yeah. and they're not really in the, in the relationships and typically they're not feeling um, that in return. They're feeling like they're sort of doing all the loving, the giving and the sacrificing um, and it's not coming back to them. Are you struggling to maintain the emotional and physical intimacy you once shared? Do you feel like you're spending more energy finding fault and tearing your partner down instead of magnifying their good and building them up? Don't worry, you're not alone. Many couples are struggling behind a forced smile and an inauthentic happiness. You feel drained, unheard, and more often than not, unappreciated. The good news is it's not too late to rekindle the flame and strengthen your bond. I'm offering a free relationship assessment call to help you take the first step towards revitalizing your relationship and reaching your own relationship nirvana. Whether you come alone or with your partner, I'm here to help you create the space for a more fulfilling and satisfying relationship. Don't wait any longer. Make the changes you need to thrive. Book your free call today at MatthewPHoffman.com forward slash coaching. And let's get started on your journey to a kick-ass relationship. Yeah, and they're the pleasers too. Not just the lovers and the givers, but they're doing more of the pleasing or they feel um, kind of uh, not fairly that they're required to do that. And it's really, it's it's that bilateral commitment in the relationship. I feel like it's our job to keep everything flowing and heart peace and harmony within the family unit. And it's a lot of responsibility a lot of pressure it is and then that kind of led kim led to our next point which was okay if a woman is sitting here and she's thinking oh my gosh this seems like a lot or i'm overwhelmed where can a woman start if they want to like say i'm out here on the journey man i want that best relationship where should they start like what are some of the first things they should consider yeah um you know she said you've got to really or uh I would say that Frank started first the conversation saying that women um, who are the only ones in the world who are the experts that of knowing exactly what we want, right? We're the, we're the experts. We know how we want to be loved. We know how we communicate and we understand what makes us feel valued. And so we have to share that. We have to be able to communicate that to our spouse. And so it kind of comes back to um, sharing it. And he also said that 
your approach is everything. So sharing it in a way that you are loving, that you're coming across as being vulnerable, as being open and honest. And um, I think Jessica even had um, some great ways of sharing how how she does that, which I found were uh, phenomenal. Maybe you want to. Yeah. Well, and Frank too, one thing he said that I want to make sure is ladies, you can't be like you're taking your guy to school. Uh, yes. Like, that's right. Hey, I'm the teacher. You're wrong. I'm right. And let me just tell you, right. If, right. Cause I'm a guy. And when we feel like we're being either micromanaged or yeah. nagged or you never, like and you're not, and yeah. you know, when it's the way, if it's the wagon finger mm-hmm. and not Cupid's that's arrow, fair. It is not going to get through and we are going to close down and close right, up. Right. But if you're saying, babe, this is how I like to be loved and give us an example of when we've done it right and say, man, this is important if me. you give me more of the same, I am going to be ecstatic because we want to perform. We want to give you what you want, but we're not so good at asking. Well, we were all sometimes. built for love and connection, right? We know that scientifically yeah. <laughs> it's been proven that's what we were built for. And we all like it in different ways. We're all made up very differently. And um, we can't just assume what those differences are. We've got to talk about it. We got to go back to our love languages and, and our different seasons. I mean, our it's communication not, styles. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and, and different days of the week. It just, I mean, if it, it's what you need depends on the situation, it depends 100%. on where you are emotionally, where your headspace is. And it's kind of the same for guys. I think one of the things I loved that Jessica jumped on that she said, women, you got to start at the point of pain or fear. What pain or fear are you identifying? In other words, where in the relationship are things hurting you the most? And then you need to be vulnerable and say, hey, this is bothering me. Right. I'm struggling with this. I'm afraid of that. And be vulnerable and share those deep emotions so that wherever your point of most discomfort is, and then give the man an opportunity, your guy or your partner in the situation, what they need to do to help address that for you. Yeah. I'm going to quote her again because she said, as we understand ourselves, we're going to be able to then communicate and articulate from a place of understanding rather than judgment. So she said, judgment and fear are aligned and love and acceptance are going to be aligned. So as we move into caring for ourselves and saying it matters, what pains you and what bothers you. Yeah. And then she gave, I want to close, Kim. I mean, I know we can go on and on. We're not even a third of the way through from the the gold that came out of this, from both of these, the spiritual, the practical. But Jessica has some great kind of, I would say, tactical advice Mm -hmm. of something Mm -hmm. that she does in her relationship. Do you want to share that a little bit, you know, of what she said, this is what I do. This is why it works. And this is why it's something you can do as well. I love that she explained her communication style when she and her husband are having a disagreement. She said she positions herself to either be sitting aside of him or sometimes even she'll sit on the floor and she'll look up at him directly into his eyes. And she said that she will speak in very low tones while they're having this discussion. Right. She said, because your brain automatically soothes when people are speaking in low tones to you. So scientifically, I she just puts him on a level of 
being calm and not having fear. And, and non-threatening um, by yes. being lower. And so that's just it. She said, I'm not, I'm not positioning myself as being small. I'm positioning myself as non-threatening to him and non-judgmental. Um, and she said, and that's different. She said, I am absolutely the most important person in his life. But to be non-threatening is to tell his primal brain, you are safe. Yeah. And that gave me goosebumps. I, I was, I, was I thought that is some of the best advice that you can, can give to couples and they can do it for each other. It's not just about her doing it for him. She does it because she loves and she honors him and she doesn't want him to be afraid in that moment. Um, but he can be doing the same thing for her. Oh, no doubt. It's not just for women, men, guys. If you're listening and if you're talking to your wife, your partner about something sensitive or tender or that she's got a lot of strong emotions around, lowering your voice, being calm and quiet and being in a place that you are non-threatening and where she can receive it is going to make her a most comfortable, be most willing to listen to you. And it will put her fears at ease when you're willing to do those same things. So what great advice from Jessica for women and and for men as well. And guys, we say this often, but we're not even a third of the way through of what we learned and heard from Pastor Frank Legat and Jessica Jennings. So if you haven't heard this yes, episode, they were dynamic, man. both of them. They both had an incredible amount of advice. And I think if you are a woman and you are out there and you are struggling and you are looking to build that best relationship or next best relationship, this is the interview for you. Check it out. If you like the episode, please give us a rating, a review. If there's anything you want to hear that we're not coming on, let us know and we'll get out there. And guys, yes, we're going to get back to the male side. Look in the future. Yes, that's for, the next one. For what a man can do to build his best relationship. And as always, we want everybody to remember. Happily Ever After doesn't just happen. It's on purpose. That's all we've got for this episode of the Kick-Ass Couples Podcast. If you like the content of this show, you'll love Matthew's newly released book, Kick-Ass Husband, Winning at Life, Marriage, and Sex. To receive a digital mini book of quotes and images from the book, all you have to do is rate this show and leave a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Then email us a screenshot of your review at podcast at kickasscouplespodcast.com and we'll get it over to you right away. Until next time, remember, happily ever after doesn't just happen, it's on purpose. <laughs>